This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Tina Tan and Tweez is now reopened. After much ado about apparently nothing... We're happy to announce that Tina Tan and Tweez is back open to the general public. Fake news. That's right. We here at Triple T are back in business and better than ever. So get those pasty marble bags off the couch and come get some fresh rage. We're talking to you. Tired of looking in the mirror and seeing a ghost? TTT has two state-of-the-art tanning beds to suit all skin tones and types. With our advanced 1982 burning bulb systems, you'll walk away feeling red and ready to take on those selfies with confidence. You need more Facebook likes. Forget those modern UV filter beds other salons offer. With our special microwave technology, you'll get that painful, dark, rose-colored glow you've always been looking for. Rosy red. Special event? Coronavirus party or NASCAR race coming up? Vroom, vroom. Come on in and peel off that first layer of epidermis to achieve maximum stop sign hue. Prom night right around the corner? If you're 15 to 18, don't forget to ask for the Little Chicken Special. You'll get a 37-minute turn in one of our two currently operating tan vans. Parked right on the corner of Lola Avenue and Fairburn Street, these vans are illegal in 49 states. But due to Tina's special relationship with the men of city council, we are happy to bring back this early 80s tanning process. Illegal. Ladies, have some extra pine straw in your flower beds? Fear not, our tweezing specialists are here to save your day or night. You're gonna get laid. With over two weeks of experience, our pube technicians will remove unwanted hair from your naughty bits one by one. The redder, the better. Our tweeze facilities are state-of-the-art with government-approved sterilization after each guest. We only use the best pine saw cleaning products before, during, and after each tweeze. Smells like Christmas. You'll know you're getting the cleanest tweeze available with that unmistakable smell and Tina Tan and Tweeze special burn after each pluck. Feel that burn. Hey guys, don't be shy. It's 2020. We are happy to offer a full range of man potato and happy hole waxing. Chill out and relax in our man cavern. Drink some beer, watch some ESPN, and get your sacks nice and slick. Silky smooth sacks. We are conveniently located in the center of town behind Chicken Palace on the first floor of Dr. D's Podiatry Clinic. We have a coveted two-star rating on Google, are open 24 hours a day except for Tuesdays, and take appointments by phone. Ring, ring. Have an upcoming birthday, anniversary, or wedding and need a place to host your event? Tina Tan and Tweez now offers a full-service event facility in the back of the tweezing room, as well as food catered by Tina's mom, Vera Lee. She's out of jail. Pick from five different entrees, like squirrel pie, raccoon couscous, and Vera's locally famous seven meat lasagna. Who wants seconds? And don't forget, each event comes with Crab Apple's finest DJ, Funky Fresh Fred. Fresh is a daisy. He'll be spinning all your favorite hits from the 70s, 80s, and more 80s. Hit the dance floor and let loose while Fred spins the soundtrack of the night. Winger, Air Supply, Warrant, and all your favorite couple skate songs will be available on Fred's iPod. Rock and roll, poochie coo. You'll have a party for the ages at Tina, Tan, and Tweez. Tina, Tan, and Tweez is legally obligated to disclose we are not allowed to serve food on premises. All catering will be provided inside of Dr. D's podiatry examination room. Due to health department restrictions, all food must be served in a brown paper bag. Tina Tan and Tweez is obligated to announce that we no longer offer the one-hand band massage package. We are happy to announce, however, that all massage therapists have been returned to their country of origin unharmed. We had no idea where they came from. 
So come on down to Tina, Tan, and Tweez for the grand reopening. Tina, Tan, and Tweez. We groom you with ease exactly where you please. On this episode of The Commercial Break. It's yeah. not a good look, Holy, when you're embarrassed in front of your child and you can't say no. a word. And when I'm like, and did then, you start making things up? Yes, I did. I was, <laughs> was like, the pussy macaque. <laughs> All right. Cocking my balls. I mean, I'm like, yeah. yeah, I just fear that my son's going to walk into school one day and be like, it's a pussy. It's a pussy raptor. <laughs> yes, because you know they're going to have the pictures of the dinosaurs. Oh, yeah, the and, dinosaurs are coming. Yes. Those kids are good at saying those those dinosaur names, but me as an adult, I can't say it. Like, Go with a straight T-Rex. T-Rex, that's a good idea. Or Velociraptor, but then like a Velociraptor, just something raptor. With, like, just eats the, your heart out, isn't it? Like just spits on you and you die of yeah. acid or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I had a bad problem with acne when I was a kid. Yeah. Bad problem. Like so bad that I had to take the drug Accutane. Oh yeah, a lot of people did. Yeah, a lot of people did. And now it's got a black box warning where it's like, it does. yeah, it's a lot of people didn't fare so well on the drug and it made them suicidal. I look back on that time now and I re- I know that I was that I was a little cuckoo just because of some incidents that happened while I was on Accutane. That shit was wow. strong, but man, did it clear up my skin. Well, really did the job. Clear skin, yeah. crazy mind. <laughs> Ended up in the loony bin, but man, do I have perfect skin. <laughs> And I don't know if I'm becoming angrier or other people are just dicks, but do you ever, I don't know if I'm becoming angry or you're just an asshole. I'm not sure which one it is, but fuck you. Yeah. The next episode of the commercial break starts now. (laughs) What is that? It's my dolphin friend. What? Yeah. Are you a dolphin? Dave the dolphin. (laughs) Dave. Dave the dolphin or the Palatimapus. He's a what what is a dolphin? Portipus. A portipus. That's right. I'm reading all these books to my children, to Matthias. Yes. And Pete the Cat is one of them. You you gave my son yes, Pete the Cat. I did. The first Pete the Cat book. It's a cool well, book. It's an awesome book. Honestly, it's an awesome book. It's all about Pete and dancing and you should never stop dancing and all this other stuff. So Christy writes this beautiful forward in the book, and then my son all of a sudden, like three weeks ago, picks up Pete the Cat, and he says, Dad, Pete the Cat. I mean, we told him the name. He didn't actually read the name, but he (laughs) says, Dad, read me Pete the Cat before we go to bed. So now we got like a whole collection of Pete the Cat books, and we're reading Pete the Cat. One of them is Pete the Cat meets dinosaurs. Mm. It's like Caveman Pete. Yes. And they put the real- Caveman Pete. Caveman Pete. (laughs) Caveman Cat Pete. Caveman Cat Pete. (laughs) Caveman Cat. That's what it is. Caveman Cat, right? And so- they put in the in the actual book, they put the names of the actual dinosaurs. Like, he meets all these dinosaurs. And it's like, Verompamaraster. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I have to stop and phonics it out for my child. It's yeah. not a good look, Holy, when you're embarrassed in front of your child and you can't say no. a word. And when I'm like, and did then... Did you start making things up? Yes, I did. I was, <laughs> I was like, the pussy macaque. <laughs> all right. Cock my balls. I mean, I'm like, yeah. yeah. I just fear that my son's going to walk into school one day and be like, it's a pussy. It's a pussy raptor. <laughs> yes, because you know they're going to have the pictures of the dinosaurs. Oh, yeah. The and... dinosaurs are coming. Yes. Those kids are good at saying those, those dinosaur names. But me as an adult, I can't say it. Like, Go with a straight T-Rex. T-Rex, that's a good idea. Or Velociraptor, but then like a Velociraptor just something raptor. With, like, just eats the, your heart out, isn't it? Like just spits on you and you die of yeah. acid or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but what I do know is I feel like <laughs> the two people who write these books could stop taking peyote and looking at watching their cat around the house and re- you don't have to put the real name of the dinosaur. Just put something else. Put like Tom. Tom, Tom the, the dinosaur. dinosaur. Yeah, or Bob the uh, flying, you know, whatever you want to call it, but don't call it a maroncamaroop or whatever it is, a, a salamaplatamapoodoo. I'm like, what the hell? I, uh, just give me a second, Matthias. I, I just got to stop here for a second. And let me check with Google. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Google, Google knows phonics all. me. That's right. I'm Brian. This is Chrissy and happy, happy New, New Year. Year. It's Tuesday edition of the commercial break. And we are so happy that you are here. You can go to tcbpodcast.com to find out more about Chrissy and I. Read all the show notes and watch our entire library. Our entire library. Our entire library. It's all there. It's, for, so it's all exciting. there for the I'm taking. picturing somebody kind of putting it up on a big screen. Yeah. Settling in with a popcorn. You feel like there's like production assistants behind us just, <laughs> you know, r- writing file names constantly. Yes. 
There was a time when, like, I think uh, I get listened, ready to binge <laughs> that's Brian right. and Chrissy. Ready to binge Brian and Chrissy <laughs> episodes thirty through fifty minus thirty two, thirty seven, forty one, sixty seven, and, and forty nine, where Brian forgot to press record. <laughs> True story. True story. <laughs> At the commercial break on Instagram, at Brian Green, B-R-Y-A-N-G-R-E-E-N, on Clubhouse, or at TCB Chrissy, K-R-I-S-S-Y, on Clubhouse. If you hit the little bell, you'll get notified about when Chrissy and I are going in live to, to record Which on we're Clubhouse. Do yeah, we'll do that uh, over the next couple of weeks. Certainly, we'll put out an episode. Uh, we're we're going to interact with you. But here's what you really want to do, is you want to join the commercial break club. It's called the commercial break club. So look for the clubs, and then look for commercial break, because... Chrissy and I have started a club specifically dedicated to the commercial break where we'll be recording in there. And then yep. the, I imagine we're going to do ancillary stuff. Like we're going to hook up with some other comedians and sketch writers and stuff like that. And we'll do some audio content on there on Clubhouse. It's really exciting, actually. I'm, I'm super it's excited. So exciting. It's so, 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 if this is it, please tell me so. If you can, baby, baby, let me. If this is it, boom. Is that Huey? That's Huey Lewis and the news. Hit to be square. Dent, 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 dent. If you have a horn section in your band, you're fucking badass, and I suggest you go back and listen to the Huey Lewis and the news. This episode is sponsored in part by Claritin. Do you hear that? Do you hear that absolutely irritating voice that I have right now and all the sinus congestion? Twice a year, we call that the Atlanta flu. That's because those of us who suffer from seasonal allergies can really find it quite miserable during the spring and during the fall. The nasal congestion that can cause pounding headaches, the irritating throat drainage, the coughing. Sometimes I can't taste my food and it can really make some of my days unbearable. Luckily, for those of us who do live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Claritin D, quite frankly, changed the allergy game for me. I've been taking it for a number of years, and it's got fast symptom relief that starts working on my allergies and nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes. The double-action combination of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. All of those symptoms are familiar to any seasonal allergy sufferer and i just love this product it's actually kind of serendipitous that i am suffering from allergies today just took my claritin d and i quite frankly look forward to the relief and so i don't sound like a duck fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away find claritin d at your pharmacy counter ask for claritin d at your local pharmacy counter you don't even need a prescription go to claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live claritin clear please use as directed and we want to thank claritin for being a sponsor of the commercial break and a reliever of brian's allergy symptoms. Thanks, Claritin. Who, so I'm watching a lot of Love Connection. Oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> oh, the audience picked Tom. 56%. If you want to go out with Tom, we'll pay for it. <laughs> like long, long, no, 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 thanks. I just got molested in my own apartment. <laughs> God. I mean, what a ridiculous concept. Blind Date and Love Connection. The yeah. two, these two dating shows that I, that I am obsessed with watching right now. Like every time I take a shower, I bring my phone in there and I'm watching episodes of either Blind Date or Love Connection. Love Connection is a much older show. How it started in 19... a show in the shower? Because I have my phone. Okay. But it's waterproof. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah. And okay. I have this little thing that actually holds your phone in front of you. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know. I'm just so... It's the only time I can watch TV in, in privacy. In peace. That's right. I got little... And little, you're choosing little, Love Connection. I'm choosing Love Connection mm-hmm. over Lorax or Disney Channel or yet another episode of SpongeBob SquarePants. Listen to the So... It lives in a pineapple under the sea. SpongeBob SquarePants! <laughs> So I'm watching Love Connection and Blind Date, which are both perfectly fantastic shows in their own way. And they're little time capsules. And you can go back. Yes. And you, some of you probably weren't even born when the Love Connection came out. It started in like 1982. Yeah. But they have 2,036 episodes or something. Some crazy number like that. Here's the premise, of which I've said before on the show. Guy or girl, come on. Then there's three guys or three girls, depending on, you know, it's it's heterosexual mainly. I don't, I've never seen a gay episode of the Love Connection, though I, I imagine that would have been fantastic. But so what they, they were do? Out. Yeah, they would honestly. <laughs> I don't think Chuck Woolery would allow it. <laughs> now, now that I know Chuck no, Woolery a little bit better, nah, Chuck turned out to be a dick, didn't yeah. you? But so then you then you can you either pick one of the three to go out with on a blind date, or the audience 
can pick somebody to go out on a date for you. And you, you know, then you stuck going out with that person that the audience picked for you. The crazy thing about this, and I've said this before, is that they actually show up at each other's houses to pick them up for a blind date. Mm -hmm. And then they'll like go into their house and like, it's a whole day long date. So they'll change to get, you know, the same house together. Yeah, they would go to the beach and go to dinner. That's right. Then they go, they go change in between and then we'll take, oh, oh, then we took a nap at his house. And I'm like, took a nap at his house? (laughs) Right. Can't even make it through dinner. Stranger danger. That's right. I can't even make it through dinner (laughs) on a a blind date without asking your social security number these days. It's like, it's crazy. It's foreign. So I'm watching this, and then as I'm watching this, now YouTube is catching on that I'm liking stuff from the 80s. Uh-huh. So it's populating my next up with a lot of like old music videos, like Remote Control from MTV, the oh, show. Yes. And then it started populating Huey Lewis in the News videos because Huey Lewis in the News was all over MTV for a second. They were the hottest. Oh, yeah. Most, but they were like a square band. They weren't like Guns N' Roses or, you know, Thin Lizzy or whatever, any of those. What was, what was the other band? That everybody liked back then. Millie Vanilli wasn't like (laughs) Meatloaf. (laughs) It was like any of those other bands. So what they did was they populated all this Huey Lewis stuff in my, and I started just getting like really hooked on listening to old Huey Lewis stuff. And I thought to myself, man, the kids are really missing out these days on, on Huey Lewis in the news. They probably have no fucking clue who I'm talking about. Hopefully they'll go Google him because some of that music, he is saying the same things that the kids are saying today in their lyrics, just in a, you know, in a much, I I guess more kind of like lighthearted way, but he's saying the same things. It's all about, you know, being lovesick. I want a new drug. I want a new drug. One that won't make me me cry. (laughs) One that won't make me I just want to get high. (laughs) I want a new drug. Go, Huey, go. So I'm just saying for the record that I think that I think if you haven't heard Huey Lewis in the news or you haven't heard him for a while, you should go back and take a listen because it's got a horn section. It's fucking rock and roll R&B and it's fucking it's pretty, pretty good. It's 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 pretty outstanding. It'd be a dream of mine to get like Huey Lewis on the show. Wouldn't that be awesome? He lost a lot of his hearing, though. So I think I think sometimes you can have trouble getting him. Did he lose his hearing? He did. Yep. Like most of it or all of it? He's, yeah, he kind of like, made the rounds on, um, I know I think I saw him on CBS Sunday morning and different things. So yeah, they've talked about that, but he's very open and talking about it. I bet he'd be open to coming on our show. Well, we'll have to see if that, we can make that happen. And then, I, and then I also noticed that as the time goes on, Huey's voice, while very strong for most of the 80s and 90s, as we get into the 2000, like 2006, seven, if you can catch live, he doesn't do a lot, mm-hmm. they don't do a lot of live appearances, but when you catch those, you can tell he's having trouble ca- ha- like catching a tune. Like he, yeah. It's not that his voice isn't strong, it's that he is out of tune, so I don't think he yeah. can hear himself. There's a correlation Yeah, there. that's just speculation. That's just Brian's, specu- <laughs> more of Brian's bullshit, so <laughs> that's information you can take to the bank. That's right. I'm like a computer full of facts. Deposited. <laughs> Deposited in the bank. into the bank. <laughs> Would you like anything else, Mr. Green? No, that's okay. Thank you. <laughs> Do you have extra deposit tickets? Oh my God. Remember that? Do you have I extra deposit used tickets? I haven't one of those in forever. Deposit tickets? I haven't even been inside a bank in like no. 12 months. Yeah. I don't need, yeah. And I'm doing all these complicated banking transactions right online. Quite frankly, I Are like you? it better that way. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> wiring money to people and. Ooh. So I guess that's the most complicated thing I did. I'm like wiring money and wiring money to people, wiring money to international drug lords. (laughs) I just sent you $2 million, Mr. Jesus. I want the cocaine on a plane to Miami in less than two days. Now you're going back to the 70s. No, that's the 80s. Okay. And Miami was a cocaine cowboy days back in the 80s. See, like I got some fucking zits going on right here across my, you know what the, here's the thing. I felt like my skin was getting a little dry the other day, mm-hmm. right? It was, we were having that kind of last push oh, for the cold spell. Yeah. And then you got the heat blaring in your house right. and your skin, my Mine skin can get really dry. Yeah. Too. So I go into my wife's, you know, magic book of tricks over there. The and lotions her, and potions. Yeah, the lotions and potions division, mm-hmm. right? Yes. I go into the makeup division of the house and I'm like, hmm, wonder what my wife's got for good old cracked skin, like just dry skin. And I see there's some cocoa, 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 butter. cocoa. Coco, 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 Loco butter. Right. And I'm like, I should really put some of that on my skin. I bet that's going to help me out a great deal. And I put it on. And in one day, 
and my forehead turned into a zit factory. <laughs> I was like, much. holy shit. Yeah, dude, my skin just was like, had a bad reaction. It just turned into zits. And I felt like I was a teenager again, looking, <laughs> you know, watching Clearacel commercials and asking my mom to buy me something to fix all the right? zits. I had a bad problem with acne when I was a kid. Yeah. Bad problem. Like so bad that I had to take the drug Accutane. Oh, yeah. A lot of people did. Yeah, a lot of people did. And now it's got a black box warning where it's like, it does. yeah, because a lot of people didn't fare so well on the drug and it made them suicidal. I look back on that time now and I re- I know that I was that I was a little cuckoo just because of some incidents that happened while I was on Accutane. That shit was wow. strong, but man, did it clear up my skin. Well, really did the job. Clear skin, yeah. crazy mind. <laughs> Ended up in the loony bin, but I mean, man, do I have sh- perfect skin. <laughs> Look at that shine. Look at right that. Look at that. The sh- appearance. Yeah. You ever get zits as an adult and wonder if it's all coming back? <laughs> No, but... But you never had a problem with your skin. No, but now I kind of do with it being very sensitive, like you were discussing with the changing of the seasons and the weather, and I have bad allergies, too. Oh, so. my God, the allergies are killing oh, It's me. about to be pollen season. Pollen Ooh. season, for those of you that don't know, here in Atlanta, means that we could get up to a quarter of an inch of yes. yellow dust in a fucking yes. day and a no night. No joke. No joke. And we can, you can be, when it's the worst of the worst, like the two weeks. There's or dust the worst, clouds. Just dust pollen. clouds. Just Swirling. yellow clouds of dust flying off of trees and everything is hazy and yeah. it gets in your car and in your house and on your shoes and everything. It's like snow, but it's yellow and it doesn't melt or go away no. until you get that one good rain that just uh, kind of. But then yeah. once you get the good rain, then it starts all over again. It's like yeah. it's just a vicious cycle. March seems, and April. March and April is crazy. awful. Yeah, the allergies kill me. But every time that I get a zit now, I, I think <laughs> I'm traumatized. Yeah, <laughs> like I think I'm scared. going. Yeah, <laughs> going back to I go in my ah! I go in the old memory bank. <laughs> <laughs> and, and 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 I remember when I didn't have any friends except for. Right. Oh. My dolphin friends. Yes, Dave. <laughs> Dave the dolphin. Just call Dave the dolphin. Why do you have to call it a Morocco Marampa Maru? It just doesn't make any sense to me. How do you do that? It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. But, the, but the weather is beautiful out here in Atlanta right now. That is the, we are in that 15 day stretch. Are. And so last week I decided I'm going to go take a run because I like to run. And now that, the, you know, uh, Good for you. yeah, the kids, kid, you know, kids are loose. Some the schedules are loosening up a little bit. So I felt like, ah, let me run out there for 45 minutes. I have to say something, though, Holy. And I don't know if I'm becoming angrier or other people are just dicks. But <laughs> do you ever <laughs> I don't know if I'm becoming angrier. You're just an asshole. I'm not sure which one it is. But Could fuck you. Yeah. I have noticed, especially over the last, let's call it four or five years, that people are really getting aggressive about the walkway. Like the, the you know, the trail that you walk on, every, every city, major city has one, every small city has one. That trail at the park that you walk up and down, sometimes it's paved, yes. sometimes it's not. And I don't know what people's fucking problems are, but isn't it, isn't it like just understood that you should walk on the right side of the trail? Yes. Why? There's Why? an etiquette. Well, that's the, you drive. We right drive side. on the right side. That's I think correct. It's just your mind kind of just goes. Why can't people just take that same etiquette? You would never drive on the left hand side of the road. Yes, moving. If yeah, you're moving if you're moving, you move person. on the right. Yeah, and I guess if you're in London, then you do it the opposite way, yes. right? But if you're in America, in the United States of America, that I know of, I don't know of any. There's possibly some down in Florida because Florida is just weird. But yes. it, you know, if you're driving on the right, if you're driving on the right side of the road, when you start moving in any other form. Then you should move to the right hand side. Mm-hmm. It should just be a thing that we all fucking do. Yes. But no, it's little Betty Sue with her fucking little waggly ass dog that's got to be walking on the left hand side of the road. And they, it like, I just, I watch it. I'm a half, I'm a quarter mile away. I'm a tenth of a mile away. I'm getting into the hundreds of yards away. Your, and your senses yeah, start I'm, to pick my up. My senses start to pick <laughs> like up. They're not moving. Yeah, that Betty Sue and her wiggly ass, fucking waggly ass dog, they're not moving. And mm-hmm. they're stare, she's staring at me. She's staring at me and she's saying, I'm not moving. Not one inch. This is my side of the road. I was here first. Yeah. Oh, were you, Betty? Move over with your wiggly ass, waggly ass dog. Yeah. I don't understand what is in people's heads that they want to play chicken on the walkway. <laughs> it's as if they have it's already. True. Do you get this? Mm-hmm. I feel like since the last election and this, I'm just pinpointing a day. I just leave it to people and then I go the opposite. 
I want to. I'm just going to let it go. I want to be that guy who just lets it go. <laughs> but, but I find myself angry for hundreds of yards after I pass people. <laughs> why didn't they? Pass? I know. Why, like, why didn't they? Why did they pass me? Well, they, they, why did they? they probably <laughs> voted for so and so or they're rooting for the other team or blah, 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 blah. Right. Uh, Betty's probably the kind of girl who would, you know, fuck you in the ass and not give you a reach around. God damn it, Betty. You know, like, yeah. I all I, I am doing the thing that I imagine they're doing to me, which is here he comes. He thinks he's because he's running down the pathway and he can't move. I've got my dog with me and I'm an old lady. And <laughs> <laughs> it's good times out there on the running it, trail. It, it is, but I just, I just want to know what's in people's heads. Why can't they move to the proper side when you see that someone's coming and they're on the proper side and then don't even get me started about the entire families of people that oh. walk down the. Well, yeah, that's a whole other issue. I'm upset. <laughs> you seem like I'm that. upset about this. <laughs> I I've been waiting all week to talk about this because I'm upset about this. And I want people to know the people who I don't imagine our listeners do this because I always imagine that one listener sitting here with us and that's that exactly they're, like us. They're a reasonable calm, pragmatic, super intelligent, pretty good looking person, sometimes without clothes on. Yeah. And that they would move over to the other side of the road. You live down near the Beltline. I'm sure you see this a lot. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I can't go on the weekends because it's just totally overrun with people. Some people are speeding on their bike. Oh, my God. Whizzing by. Oh, my God. Other people are just casually walking with 15 other people. Some people are walking their dog and it's poops and you got to pick it up. It's just a whole thing. It's, so I just avoid it. On the weekends. I, I agree with you. It's a whole fucking situation where we're, we're, it's just mass chaos. It's like, as if we don't have something to, it's like, it's like we all landed on the walkway and we've never moved in any kind of fashion whatsoever before. And we're all trying to figure it out. But I think what it really is is that people want to play chicken. They want you to move so that they feel better about themselves. Ah, I got that guy to move. I got that. I showed that asshole. Could be. I showed that asshole, me and my wiggly waggly fucking dog. Yeah. Yeah, peaches. Stood your ground. Peaches, the 35-year-old, you know, Pekingese bullshit little dog shitting all over the place. (laughs) One leg up, pissing on everybody as they run by. Mm -hmm. And and, And don't even get me started about the guys on the bikes. The guys on the bikes who whiz by you like at 100 miles per hour, like, you know, yeah. with an inch of your shoulder. And, you know, ching, 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 move to the right. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> on the road like everybody else does. But then I get angry at the guys on the road. I right? Their bikes say. Yeah. <laughs> America. America. That's right. <laughs> I'm just so upset about this. Let's, let's clear it up. Okay. I, there needs to be some kind of agreement here mm-hmm. like the like the you should draw up a treaty <laughs> the brian green <laughs> international walkway treaty of 2021 yes. i hereby do declare that march whatever the fuck it is 20th uh, the 2021 shall be international walkway treaty day let it be known far and wide from the hills of yonder to the waves of amber gray. <laughs> Is it amber gray? <laughs> to the waves of amber gray. That you shall walk on the right side of the road. Far be it any time you decide to walk at all. And also, let it be known that anybody who thee chooses not to walk on thy though right side of the road shall therefore thou be killed. <laughs> wow. By castration. And mutilation of the eyeballs. Dang, some people would get in line then. Yes, I feel like... <laughs> you know the, where I feel like you could introduce this legislation? Jackie Weaver. Jackie Weaver? She knows how to oh, get Oh, Jackie Weaver done. knows how to get shit yes. done. That's right. I never thought about that, Hoadley. <laughs> Hoadley, you're just... You have no authority here, Jackie Weaver. <laughs> but that's the problem. She has no authority here. <laughs> well, she seems like she has authority. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I'm going on about this, but I feel very strongly about this particular situation. I feel very strong. I always have felt very strongly about this. And when you have a pack of people, when there's six of you that are walking along, you know, and everybody's just walking yeah. along, having a good time, that's all fine and good if there's no one there. Like, you know. What, totally. T- listen, here's what I say. If if you can't see, uh, then let it be, right? Yes. But if you're in the way, 
uh, please away. don't stay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like, that's, that, I, don't, I just made that up, but you can, if there's six of you, you guys can just kind of fold up in, in, in line with each other and then fold back out into a, a little pack of animals I afterwards. Agree. Listen, that's the treaty. And I, and info at tcbpodcast.com if you'd like to sign yes. the Brian Green International Walkway <laughs> Treaty of 2021. Hereby the, the declaring that we shall all walk on the right side of the pathway, ride our bikes on the right side of the pathway. Bikers, you know, don't don't jump up on people an inch from their shoulders. Just, you know, it, I th- it, bikers, here's what I think you should do. I think you should get off your bike. If, you, if you're approaching somebody from behind, get off your bike, walk the bike in front of the person, and then get, get to riding. <laughs> well, you could at least not whiz by to one inch away. That's right. From them Stop very whizzing by me. <laughs> oh, whiz. No whizzing. <laughs> That's going in the treaty. No whizzing. A whiz. What's that? <laughs> the treaty of 2021. <laughs> I, I made the treaty of 21. <laughs> Back before we had legs. <laughs> I made the International Crawlway Treaty of, of 21. That's right. <laughs> you could get eaten by a snake and die from a wild pack of badgers. Ooh. Born just a couple of days ago from my girlfriend's Vajuju. Dangerous. Dangerous indeed, Miss Holdley. Dangerous <laughs> indeed. <laughs> JFK. Uh who's it who's the guy? Winston Churchill. Nelson Mandela. Mm-hmm. Brian Greene. These yeah. are people that are saving the earth. One treaty at a time. One Going piece down act in the at a time. Books. That's right. I feel like uh, me and Mahatma Gandhi are going to be mentioned in the same yes. language. When people think back on this moment in history, they're going to go, thank God Brian spoke up. Thank God Brian <laughs> spoke up. He was doing we were, something we all thought. We were headed he, for he sure destruction. Yes. Yeah. By the way, everyone chaos. has been thinking about this. Chaos. Yeah. This has been in someone's head. Everybody's head. I know you've thought it because I know you've been that asshole on the left side. And listen, I'm not saying I've never been on the left side. There's an occasion when I'm, 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 I've had been on the left side for whatever reason. Yeah. But I always try and make an effort to move to the right side because I know that it's the appropriate thing to do. So just all I'm asking is next time, think about it a little bit. Do you really want to play chicken with me? Because I don't know that I'm going to be calm so, so much longer, Hoadley. Yeah. That's all I well, got to say. I'll do something about it. Hey, speaking of Nelson Mandela, did you he- have you heard of the Mandela effect? I have not. Okay, here's the premise of the Mandela effect, okay? Mm -hmm. The premise of the Mandela effect is that when something gets inside of the collective conscience, like Nelson Mandela died in jail. Well, Nelson Mandela Mandela did not die in jail. He never did, but people think this, right? Mm -hmm. And so back in in the day, some scientists did some research, and they they figured out that, and I don't know who the scientists were, and I don't know what the research was, because I'm just making this up as I go along, but... What they figured out was that when one caveman started to write on the wall, then cavemen in the other side of the world also started to write on the wall. That is wild. Isn't that fascinating? That's crazy. Is it kind of like, too, when you think somebody died? Because I know we were just talking about this the other day where you talked about Chuck Norris. I thought he died. And I said, I don't believe that's true. (laughs) (laughs) It's actually not true. But then then you kind of question yourself, like, well, is it true? I haven't seen him in a while. That's correct. But I don't remember him being. So the Mandela effect is basically when when mass amounts of people think that something happened, they uh-huh. remember something happening that actually never happened. Okay. And one of those things is that Nelson Mandela had died in jail, but he clearly didn't because he went on, he yes. got out of jail. And that was kind of the most famous part about Nelson Mandela is he then became yes. the president of South Africa right. for so he many years. Right, he rose up. He rose up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Guy was a badass. He spent yes. all those years in prison writing all those notes out to people. And then he got out eventually and he became the, the president. Uh, the president. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, I think I think he shepherded, shepherded the country through apartheid, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Right? Correct. Okay. So there's lots of examples of the Mandela effect. And I just want to give you a few. Okay. Okay. Uh, Jiffy peanut butter. Mm-hmm. How do you spell Jiffy peanut butter? I'm going... J-I-F-F-Y. Yeah, it's not even, there's not even a Y. It's Jif. It's Jif peanut Jif. butter. Yeah. That's Jif. But you thought it was Jiffy, right? I did. The Berenstein Bears? Well, but you kind of led. I did. Something well, I got to make it interesting leading. for the... <laughs> <laughs> How do you spell Jiffy? It's uh, not even Jiffy. <laughs> it's not even Jiffy. <laughs> I tricked you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, just Jif. What is a cock holding? <laughs> what is cock holding? Holding cock? Yes, it's when your wife's holding the neighbor's cock. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I thought that is cock- that on your list? 
<laughs> yes, it's right here on Esquire magazine. Below Jiffy Peanut yeah, Butter? Yeah, below Jiffy Peanut Butter is cuckolding. It's not cuckolding, it's cuckolding. Okay. And for those of you that don't know, cuckolding is when you enjoy watching your significant other have sex with someone else, when you enjoy watching it. And that That's seems right. so strange to me, but it's a thing. There's whole websites that are dedicated to this, but I always thought it was cockholding, meaning your wife was holding somebody that else's cock. Yeah, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, look, there's my wife cockholding somebody else. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Provocaco 3000. That's right. Cockholding, spinning, <laughs> jiffy jiff lubrication. <laughs> it's peanut butter. Well, you're cockholding. <laughs> oh, he's got all three of those in. Wonder, I wonder if peanut butter is a thing you could masturbate with. Um, I guess anything with oil in it, you can probably figure it out, huh? It seems like it would become sticky. I'm going to do some show research and I'll get back to you next week. <laughs> 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 that's, lo- that's, that's me. Never mind. Okay. Uh, did Curious George have a tail? Uh, yes. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. No. He did not have a tail. No, That's I right. He was swinging from tree to tree with the tail. <laughs> well, the tail was aiding and the tree swing. Uh, I think, who did you say? Curious George? Curious George. Okay. Um, let's find another one here that I think will be interesting. Is Mother Teresa a saint? Yes. Uh, no, she's not. They never actually made her no. a saint. She was not canon. Oh, actually, she was canonized in 2016, but many people remember it happening in the 1990s. Oh, I, I, you know that's not a good one. That's not a good example. <laughs> this is not a good example. <laughs> I would like our listeners to write us. Um. So, if you ever been to the Magic Kingdom, do you remember where the castle was located? No. Most people remember it being the entrance to the park. Well, you've never been to Disney World. No. I can't believe you've never been to Disney World. Mm-mm. How have you never been to Disney World? Well, I went to a part of it. I did like Magic Mountain. Magic Mountain is not a... Magic not Mountain Disney? isn't... No. That's not Disney? No. That's, that's in California. Magic, Space Mountain. Space Mountain. Yes. Oh, then you've been to Disney World. Yes. Oh, you've been inside grade, the Magic Kingdom. Se- seventh grade. But we didn't do like Universal Studios and I always wanted to do that part. Uh, well, Universal Studios is not Disney. That's all. That's <laughs> well, okay. Well, we won't get into it here on the show. I, but many the people, are you sure that's the Mandela? <laughs> that's the Mandela. <laughs> that is, Universal Everybody Studios thinks. is clearly in Disney World. <laughs> clearly. Uh huh. Did Chuck Norris die? Nope, but his mother did. What? Oh, that, that's where that came what's from. What's the whole movie yeah. part of, of Disney? <laughs> what do you mean, what's the whole movie Isn't part? Isn't there a movie part of Disney? MGM Studios, okay. not Universal Studios. Okay. It used to be called MGM Studios. It's now called Disney's Hollywood Studios. Okay. But everyone will forever remember it as MGM Studios because that's how it was initially launched as, as MGM. But then Disney, ha- now, now Disney has its own IP. It doesn't need to buy any from MGM. Yes. But many people remember that the castle was actually at the front of the... Park. And it's not? No, it's not at the front of the park. It seems like it's off in a distance. Yeah, it's kind of. But it's kinda, you can see it when you yeah, walk in. Off. The, yeah. Is that right? Do I yeah. Have this right? You can you, see it. You've got more Disney experience. You can see it uh, through Main Street. So you can see it certainly when you walk in. Uh-huh. You're actually. So here's a little fun fact about Disney. When you get to Disney's front entrance, the actual park the magic kingdom park is 20 feet above your head Mm. so what you see is you see like a a big flower bed with mickey's face in it and then you see the train up top right and you're like oh there's a train up uh you know in the sky up there but you are actually walking into the park and then going up a slope 20 feet because there are tunnels underneath of disney world where they can manage the trash and you know move from one place to the other like a city one of the things that walt never liked about disneyland is he didn't like seeing Tigger the bear out of in Space Mountain Land. In you know, he didn't like the characters were moving from one place to the other because they had to go backstage areas some way, shape, or form. Yeah. So he built he wanted tunnels underneath so that people they could just kind of pop up and move appear. around. Yeah, move around. Get around. Yep. Makes sense. Same premise wait, that I was have. Disney World built first. Disneyland, Disneyland was built first. It was built first. Yeah, it was built in the 40s, and then okay. Disney World was opened in 1971. And Florida in the swamp. And Florida in the swamp. <laughs> yes. He bought 130,000 acres in the swamp. And but here's the genius about about Walt Disney. He didn't buy. He knew that if he built bought, bought all of those acres in his own name, that P, that 
it would be a land grab. People would be trying to buy up all this property and they would make it much more expensive for him to do what he wanted to do. So he was buying these large chunks of lands in different people's names, like his nephew ah. and his uncle and blah, 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 blah. The guy was pretty smart. Yeah, he that, was. That Walt Disney guy, he was pretty smart. Still, uh, Walt Disney's still open to this day. In case anybody was wondering, in case anybody was wondering, Walt Disney's still going on today. <laughs> Good to know it's not dead. It's not dead. Didn't die. Mickey's not dead. But Walt did. Walt did die. Yeah. So I can understand why people think Disney World closed a long time ago, but it didn't. It's still open to it this is. day. There you go. Well, it was closed for the COVID, but it's reopened yeah. now. Okay. Did uh? Well, well, it was closed for like a couple of. Disney World was closed for a couple of weeks but or a month or two, but then it, it opened and they were still having people with masks on. So here's one. Did the Monopoly guy have a, mono, a monocle? A monocle. I want to say that he did. He did not have a monocle. Ugh. He did not have a monocle. And I'm some, picturing him with a monocle. Y- like you twirling pic- a top hat. <laughs> that is the planter's peanut uh, guy. This is, see, this is why <laughs> the planter's peanut guy had a monocle and he was twirling his, his top okay. hat, right? I wonder why you kind of cross those. Things. I don't understand why you would cross those things. One's a peanut and one is an actual man and one's running and but one is dancing. Do I don't get it. Hats. They both do have top. Yeah, but there's lots of people who have top hats and I don't remember <laughs> them with a monocle. they will be a lot cooler if they did. Like you should wear it a just monocle. seems like you should have a monocle yes. on when you do this. Fun fact in Chicago, uh, my grandparents lived in Melrose Park and Melrose Park was the very Italian part of Chicago. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the Italians, eh, they kind of ran the city for a while. I don't know if you heard, you know, if you heard of a guy named Al Capone, you know, the Italians right. were there, right? They yes. were there and maybe they still do to this day. I don't know none of my business. I swear to God, I don't know anything. And so <laughs> my grandfather, while he was Irish, was friendly with a lot of the Italians. Mm-hmm. And so he was one of the Irish guys that lived in the neighborhood, right? In back in those days when they built those houses in the 20s and 30s, because they were around the Prohibition era, it was popular to put bars in the basements. It's flat as a piece of paper in Chicago. It's like, you know, not like here in Atlanta where you got all these hills. Yes. So they would build these subterranean basements there. Oh, wow. It it was like literally like you walk down a set of stairs outside the house and then you were in the basement. And a lot of people had bars. But I'm not talking about like a bar like you think of now, like, you know, two little stools and some guys got some... Like a man cave Yeah, like a man cave, right? You know, oh, my all organic, fruity (laughs) duty, you know, all natural agave juice with some, you know, handmade whiskey that you can only buy once every seven years. (laughs) Right. My buddy built... My buddy has a distillery in his office. Right. It's like the most popular whiskey ever. It's worth $75,000 a bottle. There's only one bottle and I have it. (laughs) Fuck yourself. It's whiskey. Drink it. So stupid. Yes. So stupid, by the way. (laughs) So my grandparents built an entire bar, like a Cheers style bar in their basement. It was actually a rounded bar that had like 20 seats on it. Right, that went all the way around this wall, and the wall had booze and liquor and all this stuff. That's so fun. Yeah, and then they had tables, like cocktail tables, around the the basement. A small t- little black and white TV, and then you know, like a couple of bookshelves with some stuff. So I remember when I was a kid, my grandparents used to throw parties where you'd have like Smoky Bones McGillicuddy, you know, Smoky Joe. <laughs> hey Brian, hey Brian, come here, let me get uh, you. Want to puff of my cigar? <laughs> you know, you mean that's a oh, southern yeah. accent, not an Italian accent, but so he'd give me a. You know, they were just playing around with us, right? But one of the things that was always there, there was whiskey, there were cigarettes, and there were planters fucking peanuts everywhere in that basement. There was, they had like 10, you know, big jars of peanut allergies around there. I don't think that thing, I don't think a peanut allergy existed until 2017 when someone figured it out on Facebook. Now, I know peanut allergies are very serious. I'm not making fun of it, but it seems like a new thing, right? That peanut, uh, I mean, I'm sure people had allergies to peanuts, but it didn't seem like anybody was too worried about it back in my grandma's basement, at least. Right. And so I always, so I spent hours literally eating those peanuts and staring at that little planters guy. They were delicious. And so. <laughs> Salty. This the right yeah. salt and yeah, crunchy. Oh mm. my God. So good. Yum. I never in the history of ever did I get him mixed up <laughs> with, with, the the, with the Monopoly guy. It just doesn't oh. make any sense. I never got him mixed up with the Monopoly guy. I'm going back to they're both wearing top hats. They're both wearing top hats. That's that's what they're it is. Characters. Yeah. I think these are these things get just lumped in together. Someone that someone else dies and then they think that someone else died. Yes. So when Bruce Lee died, we all thought Chuck Norris died. That's why that's my excuse. <laughs> That's my excuse. 
Okay, I'll accept that. Did you see that the, N- the is this NFT non fungible token oh, shit? Oh yes, it's everywhere. Did you see that guy sold his his like little drawing for eighty nine million dollars? Yes, eighty nine million dollars mm-hmm. for a fucking GIF mm-hmm. for a meme. Yep. Are you kidding me? Crazy. I've been what reading all about it. I was thinking we should put some fun, fun, some shows out on NFT. We should. What do you think? Yeah. I'm sure we're gonna get nothing for it, but I mean, you yeah. know. What if we put out a show on, but how does it work? How does the NFT work? Do you understand this? A little bit. I mean, I know that you can create something, put it out there, then somebody can buy it and then they own it digitally forever. But that doesn't mean that people are paying you copyrights or anything like that. No, you buy it once. You just, it's like a trading card. Okay. It's like a, a it's like a collectible. It's a collectible. It's a collectible. And so the rarer that it is and the more demand that there is for that piece of, of art or, or work or it's Kings of Leon. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff, uh, right? Yeah. That's true. They put out a whole mm-hmm. album and they were selling it for like 0. 0.5 NFT. I don't even know. Like how much is an NFT? I don't know. It's like a dot. Is that now the NFT is the actual item. Oh, it's the item. Okay. And then you, you buy, buy it with, it with Bitcoin the and cryptocurrency. cryptocurrency. And, yeah. Oh, well, I've got some ripple that's worth nothing. I could probably send their way. <laughs> there you go. Who's the guy who made the, the picture? Is it Beanpole? It's named Beanpole. I don't know. It's Beeple. 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 Yes, Beeple. And he's like, he's an older gentleman who's like, mm-hmm. you know, he's dressed in a, he's got a Mr. Rogers sweater on. Yeah, Did you see the reaction the- video where he's crying because it sold for $89 million? Yeah, it's one of the, the largest amounts of money for a living artist. He, he, he literally became. A- there was some kind of weird, crazy bidding war. But why? What was so good about his shit? Well, I mean, it was pretty cool. Piece of was it like the, isn't that like the guy that had like the light going through his stomach or something like that? It was a bunch of a collection of different parts in time or something. So don't get it. Don't get why <laughs> eighty nine million. And so then what do you do? You store it on a hard drive or something? Keep it. It's yours. Okay. So once you have it, now you have it. and You can do whatever Other you want. People with it. can somehow like view it. You can yeah, view it, but, yeah, yeah, but you can't actually own the original. No. Okay. That's owned forever. Then it gets passed around like a trading card. It's like a fucking picture. Yeah. I mean, people take pictures of the Mona Lisa all the time, but then they don't own the Mona Lisa. So right. I guess it's kind of a similar premise. Very similar. Wow. Yes. We got to get in on this whole thing. <laughs> we do. NFT episodes now on Thursdays. <laughs> yeah. Great. Patreon on Wednesday, <laughs> NFT on Thursday. Two episodes on Thursday, on Monday, on Wednesday, oh, Tuesday, and Friday. I'm moving into Brian's house. <laughs> <laughs> you enjoy it. Don't don't laugh. Don't lie. Yeah, don't lie. lie. <laughs> and I love you. You can move into my house anytime. I love you. Yeah. Jeff may miss me. Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. Well, tell him he can come on by and cuckold you anytime. <laughs> okay, he wants great. To. He can cuckold you anytime he wants to. That's going. right. Yeah. Hey, Jeff, anytime you want a cuckold, holdy, just come on by. I'll let <laughs> <Okay>. you cuckold her. <laughs> Sweet girl. Always holding everybody's cock for them. <laughs> sweet girl. Uh, sweet girl. Sweet lady. Special wow, lady. what an interesting day it's been, huh? It has been. <laughs> if you only knew. Maybe someday. Well, yes. Someday we're going to present a full story about March 15th, <laughs> 2021. It, it is the Ides of March. That is true. So, yeah, that's why things went a little. Join us on Clubhouse. Maybe we'll tell the story there. Yeah, maybe we'll tell the story on Clubhouse. This has been the most interesting studio day we have ever had. Yep. And we will share more about it on Clubhouse at Brian Green B R Y A N G R E N at T C B Chrissy. That's K R I S S Y at the commercial break on Instagram. And uh, oh, on Clubhouse, you can follow our new club, The Commercial Break. So please do. You'll be notified about when we're recording live and you'll be able to join in. Uh, you know, when we open it up for a conversation, you'll be able to join in. We'd love to have you there. Yes. www.tcbpodcast.com is where you can go to read all the show notes, find out more about Chrissy and I, and then view our entire library. 470-584-8449 is where you can text or leave a message. Be aware, we may play the message if you leave one. And standard text messaging rates do apply for all of you internationally. We occasionally get some text messages and some and some uh, voice messages. Yeah, that's and, cool. Yeah, I think it's cool. Yeah, I'm not sure what they're saying. <laughs> can Astrid, we get a lot of comments can on Astrid our, translates? <laughs> I don't. I don't think it's Spanish. <laughs> okay, I think I could get through a Spanish comment. Yeah, but we get a lot of comments on our YouTube oh. that are in completely different languages, huh. and then it says C translation, and it makes it makes even less sense. I feel like it made more sense when it was in Farsi than it did when it was in English. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. I think some people are just fucking with us. A lot of Probably. people, a lot of people like to put first, like you know, in the comment section. Uh-huh. 
And so I had to get with Astrid, and I'm like, why are people putting first on, in the comments section? She's like, oh, people do that. They want to be first to comment. And I'm like, oh. you want to be first of seven comments? <laughs> <laughs> we'll let you do it. Yeah. Hey, no problem. Good for you. You can do. You be first of seven comments. <laughs> Good for you. Okay, that's it. That's all we got for you today. Love we'll you. see you on the Friday edition. Until next time, bye. bye. This episode is sponsored in part by Squarespace. Back in 2020, when we first started the commercial break, Astrid and I would pick up consulting jobs helping other quote-unquote creative types get their podcasts up and going. And one of the services that we offered was to build them a website. I use the word build, but that may be overselling what we did because we used Squarespace. Squarespace is an all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. So whether you're just starting a new business, you're a creative type that needs an outlet, or you've had a business for a while and need a new web presence, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything on your terms. I used to work in the internet marketing business, and one of the things that I sold at that business was search engine optimization. Search engine optimization could cost tens of thousands of dollars, a month, but Squarespace has SEO tools built into the platform. And another thing I really like about Squarespace is their ability to help you build a course that you can market and sell online. Plus, you're going to need to get paid for that course, and Squarespace has all the payment tools built in. Go to squarespace.com right now for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash commercial to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. And thanks to Squarespace for being a sponsor of The Commercial Break. The Commercial Break. New episodes on Tuesdays and now Fridays. New YouTube clips drop daily at youtube.com slash the commercial break. Visit tcbpodcast.com for access to our entire media library. Follow us at The Commercial Break on Instagram and join The Commercial Break Club on Clubhouse to join in live recordings. Each episode is written and produced by Brian Green, co-hosted by Chrissy Hoadley, with additional content provided by Tina Connell.